Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to teach you how to make an ice cream cake very similar to the National Ice Cream Franchise. Ice cream cakes that are sold all around this fabulous country of ours, but far less expensive. This is something that I've been making for many, many years because my kids did not really like cake, a traditional cake sort of a thing. You know, when you had a birthday, we would have cake and ice cream, and I would put a lot of effort into making a beautifully decorated cake, and then they would eat the ice cream, and no one would eat the cake because nobody really liked cake. So I thought, I'm going to try to make one of those ice cream cakes because I'll be darned if I'm paying that kind of money for ice cream, being as cheap as I am. So... I messed around a little bit and I figured out how to make an ice cream cake. So I'm going to tell you what I did and how I learned and some tips along the way. And this is actually a very simple thing to do. It's good. It's really good. And we still like them even today. Actually, that's what brought this about because my daughter made one for her boyfriend. So I thought, hey, that's a good podcast topic because this is a good thing to do. So what you're going to need to make your very own not a national ice cream franchise. An ice cream cake is two half-gallon containers of ice cream, whatever kind of ice cream you want. You can do any flavors that you like. We typically did chocolate and vanilla because that's what we liked, but honestly, whatever flavor you want to use would work fine for this. I would suggest not using something that has a lot of already sweetened candy bits or cookie dough or something like that in it because you're going to put a filling between the layers. So you might want to use two kind of plain ice creams that would work well in this. So any brand is fine. This can also be made sugar-free or dairy-free. You can use dairy-free ice cream to do this. So any ice cream would work and you can set it to your own dietary needs or whatever. So just about two half gallons of ice cream. And actually, you're not even going to use full half gallon of each of these. It'll be about two-thirds of a half gallon. So if you had to buy, say, dairy-free ice cream, you might want to buy two. I think they come in pints, not quarts. So you could probably get away with two pints of dairy-free ice cream of each flavor. There we are in the ice cream. You need a package of regular Oreos. If you're doing this sugar-free, you can use the sugar-free sandwich cookies. And then a tub of Cool Whip. For uh, The Cool Whip is going to be your icing. Okay? So those are the three main ingredients there, except for this other main ingredient, which is the chocolate sauce. Now, I make my own chocolate sauce to put in the middle of this, because if you've ever had a national ice cream franchise cake... They have broken up chocolate cookies in the middle and then a chocolate sort of like a fudge sauce on it in the center of the cake. Not a real runny chocolate sauce like Hershey's syrup, but this is more like what would be a hot fudge sauce. So I make my own. However, if you want to purchase the chocolate sauce, you would purchase the hot fudge ice cream topping, which they also make sugar-free. So you can buy the sugar-free version of this. And once you do this, or if you want to try it, there are so many different flavor combinations that you could do with the ice cream, the cookies, and the syrup in the middle that it's pretty much endless. So you can tweak this whatever you want to. But this is just our basic ice cream cake. So the chocolate sauce, I would recommend before you start this to make your chocolate sauce because you want that to be cold and able to be used. And this is actually a very good, very simple recipe. 
You need one cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips, six ounces of chocolate chips. You need one 14-ounce can of sweetened condensed milk, two tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of water, and one teaspoon of vanilla. And what you're going to do is put all of those ingredients into a nice heavy-bottomed saucepan, and you're going to heat it on low heat until those chips melt and just keep stirring. You don't want to do this in the microwave, and you don't want to turn your heat up. Just let them melt. Please explain to the people why you should never melt chocolate in the microwave. Well, because it ruins the chocolate, basically. And as we were watching the Great British Baking Show and have this fabulous quote from Mary Berry, chocolate will melt in a child's pocket. So you know how fast chocolate melts. If you hold a piece in your hand, it will melt. And it doesn't take a great deal of heat to melt chocolate. So the easiest way to do it for this, we're just going to put it on low heat and just let it melt. Okay, and then it'll come. You'll have a beautiful, shiny chocolate sauce if you do that. If you melt chocolate in the microwave, a lot of times it takes the gloss right out of it. It kind of, I I don't know exactly what. It gets kind of gritty, too, if you use it in the microwave. It actually burns the chocolate, and it, it causes the whole structure of the chocolate to break down. So just a little side tip here. If you ever do need to melt chocolate on its own just for a recipe, a real easy way to do that is to put a pan of water on the stove with about an inch of water in it and turn it on low heat and then take a bowl, preferably a glass bowl, and set it on top of that and just as it put your chocolate in there and as the water gets warm, it'll heat the bowl and melt the chocolate and you'll have a beautiful product every time. So that's nice if you're dipping something in chocolate or whatever. But when you melt chocolate in the microwave, it's so difficult to get it right. It's very easy to overheat it and it's, you know, it's just not a good way to do it. So it it might work okay for you, but I would suggest not doing that just because if you want a really nice finished product, you don't want to You don't want to do that, especially at the cost of chocolate. That's what I always like. With the cost of things anymore, you don't want to um, try and do a shortcut that's going to compromise the quality of your final product. Okay, so for our delicious ice cream cake, now you have made your chocolate sauce. You just set it aside to cool. You don't have to put it in the refrigerator or anything. Just let it cool because you didn't really heat it up a lot, right? We put it on low heat and we just let those chocolate chips melt. So it's not super hot. You can actually, what I did was I poured it into a glass container and allowed it to cool in there and got it out of the hot pan and just let it cool while I was doing my other things. So your chocolate sauce is made and it's cooling. Here's your next prep thing. You're going to get your package of regular Oreos. Don't get double stuffs. We accidentally got double stuffs. Lesson learned, don't get double stuffs. Or do, and then you have quadruple stuff Oreos. That's true, because what you're going to do is make your own double stuff Oreos, right, in this step. You're going to twist open all of your Oreo cookies, and you're going to save the clean half if you're lucky enough. I mean, this becomes a skill after a while. You'll be able to twist them off and get one half pretty clean. So you're going to save your clean half, and then you're going to put your two halves with the cream on them back together and make double stuffs and put them back in the package because this is a treat for another time. So other people in the family will be thrilled like, oh, look, we have double stuffs, you know, that you made yourself. So you're going to do that. This way there's no waste involved here. (laughs) Um, We tried breaking the cookies up with the icing in the middle. And the problem is that when you freeze them, that icing gets really, really hard. You'll break a tooth. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it didn't come out very good. So we just opt for the chocolate half of the cookie. So you get all your Oreo cookie halves 
and put them in a plastic Ziploc bag and roll them with a rolling pin and just break them up. You don't have to crush them into a dust, but you want them to be broken up into small pieces, you know, for the middle of your ice cream cake. So once you have that done, you can set that aside. So now you have your chocolate sauce and your Oreos. The next step is you want to get a springform pan, 9 or a 10 inch springform pan, if you want to do a round cake. If you want to do, if you're not really picky about the presentation of your cake, like the springform pan will make a beautiful, nice round cake. You can also do this in a square plastic container and actually leave it in the square plastic container and just decorate the top, which is not a bad way to do it, especially if you're going to take it somewhere or if you're going to, you know, if you if you just want it for the dessert and you're not really like, uh, this is easier. It's definitely easy to do it in a, in a square plastic container also. So, or actually a round plastic container. Um, but the springform pan will allow you to do a little bit of decorating around it and a little bit fancier. The, get your springform pan and you want to line it with plastic wrap. So what I do is I tear a long piece and I put it in one direction and then I go the opposite direction to make like a cross with the plastic wrap and press it down into the pan with your fingers and get it to where it the pan is lined very well and the plastic wrap doesn't have like a big bulgy thing sticking out. You know, it's just nicely lined. Okay, now your pan is ready. Now you want to get your ice cream out and let it soften, which takes about 10 minutes of sitting out to get it to soften. So just get your ice cream out and open the container and allow it to soften. When you do this in a springform pan, the top layer will be the top of your cake. So if you're going to do chocolate and vanilla, you want to put the chocolate on the bottom, the vanilla on the top. That way when you decorate it, you have white to work with. So when you use, if you decide to spread um, cool Whip all over it. You're not trying to cover up chocolate. And if you um, are just going to decorate it, it's a little easy to work with white. But you can do however you want to. That's just the way that I do it. So you're going to start with your chocolate ice cream that's softened and you're going to scoop it up in probably like the size of a scoop you'd get on a one scoop ice cream cone and scoop that up and put it into the pan not piled on top of each other, but just enough so that when you press them down, they start to touch and then fill in the little spots until it's about an inch and a half deep of ice cream. If you use a, an ice cream scoop to do that, that's fine. And then I take a big metal spoon to kind of use it to spread the ice cream around in the pan and make a nice layer. Once you get that in there, you can put the rest of your chocolate ice cream in the freezer and then you're going to sprinkle your Oreos over the top of that. And then drizzle your chocolate sauce over the top of that, however much you want. And then take that and set it in the freezer. And you want to set it in the freezer for a couple minutes just to stiffen it up. If you want to leave your second flavor of ice cream in the freezer to this point and just let that cake harden up for like 10 minutes while your second flavor of ice cream is softening, that's a good way to do it. Then you bring that back out and you take your second flavor of ice cream or your vanilla ice cream and do the same thing. Just very carefully scoop all those little scoops on the top of it and then smooth them out with the back of a metal spoon and fill it in until you have a nice layer that's um, level with the top of your pan. Once you have that done, take your plastic wrap ends that'll be hanging out, you know, from making your... X of plastic wrap and fold them very carefully up over the top of the ice cream, press it flat and put that in your freezer and maybe leave it several hours or overnight 
or a couple days if you're going to have like say you're having a party on a Saturday you can make this early in the week and have it in there freezing because you want it to be nice and solid when you go to decorate this you'll take it out of the freezer you'll open the springform pan and take that off and then take your plastic wrap down and then what I'll do is cut right around the bottom of that cake to get rid of the plastic wrap so there'll still be some under it you know but no big deal and then you can put it on a larger platter and start your decorating. And this is how you decorate it. I use Cool Whip because I tried a variety of other things when I first started doing this. I tried whipping cream. Uh, whipping cream freezes really hard, okay? So when you put whipping cream on it and then you try to decorate it, you go to cut through it and it doesn't want to cut it once to just break. I tried, um, I have a fluffy icing recipe that I tried, same thing happened. So I tried Cool Whip, and Cool Whip will freeze into a solid form, but it's very easy to cut through it. It's like it doesn't freeze real solid. So what you can do with Cool Whip is you can tint it with food coloring, and you can put it in an icing bag and actually pipe it onto the cake. You can make little decorations, you can write words, whatever, and it'll kind of freeze as you're working on the cold cake, you know. So if you want to write happy birthday to somebody or put little decorations on it, they'll saw it up pretty quick. So you can actually stick this back in the freezer in this condition as it is until you're ready to use it. Or you can do this like right before you're going to use it. If you don't want to uh, go to the trouble of piping decorations on or whatever, you can just take the Cool Whip and spread it on kind of like icing. And it works very well. Another thing you can use to write on this sort of a cake is that gel icing that comes in tubes. That works really well, too, because it doesn't freeze up hard. So, you know, it, it stays in a state that's very easy to cut through. Works very nicely. So once you have this done, you can set it back in the freezer until you're ready to use it. And voila, you've got a delicious ice cream cake. Very impressive. If your kids like ice cream, they'll love it. Or if you like ice cream, you'll love it. And like I said, you can use your imagination on this. You can use different flavors of ice cream. You can use different flavors of sauce, different kinds of cookies in the middle. I wouldn't recommend though for the cookies, you don't want to use anything like a chocolate chip cookie or anything that has a hard, something that's going to freeze hard because when you freeze it, they do get very, very hard in there. And you don't want to leave big, big pieces of your cookie because they freeze hard. So when you, you have to keep those things in mind. We, we've tried all those things. <laughs> we've tried all those different things and we found out, you know, all the different, you know, what, it, it's just the Oreos work really well. Nilla wafers actually work pretty well in here too. Um, but this is, this is really good. It's something that you'll enjoy. And like I said, this can be made... Very easily, you can use sugar-free ice cream, sugar-free Cool Whip, sugar-free um, fudge sauce, and make this into a completely sugar-free item. You can make this dairy-free. You can make this gluten-free. It's such a nice thing to do, especially if you have someone who has a food allergy or sensitivity. You can make a really delicious nifty neato thing for them that isn't nearly as expensive as what you would buy at say oh national ice cream franchise and they're gonna love it they're just gonna love it now uh we did an episode a while back that told how to make caramel sauce do you think a caramel sauce would go good in this cake oh yeah i think caramel sauce would be very good in it very good Ooh, now you have me thinking oh well I suppose we can all have a little bit of fun with this recipe. So if you want to find this recipe later, we'll have pictures up on our Facebook page. 
And we will have a recipe card up at some point on our website. And uh, we'll have more, you know, if you make it, you can interact with us and say, hey, this is a picture of my ice cream cake that I made. Or this is what's left of my ice cream cake that I made. (laughs) We'd love to see it if you did. So where can you find Mary Mac? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse and on our website at MaryMacPodcast.com and Twitter at Mary Mac Mixes. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.